We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Sounds good. All right, so Ryan checks out. Jesse checks in. How's your day today, Jesse? What this means is like good news for all the viewers and listeners because it just means we've got an extended show going on. Like you're going to get even more Ivy Nation sports talk than usual tonight. So enjoy. Good I'm Monday. Tired. I'm tired. It's a long Monday. Well, you you know you watched football. You went to a basketball game yesterday. Did you yeah. See, did you see Jokic do his thing? Yeah, I watched. Uh, I went to a basketball game Friday night, Saturday night, just kind of or Saturday just kind of hung out, and then uh, tailgated with some some Browns some Browns fans on Sunday, and then went to another basketball game in the evening. So it was a long weekend. You sound like you had a long weekend. <laughs> Glad to be through work uh, today. It was just like it was one of those Mondays where you feel like you just you, you're watching you're watching paint dry. Time could only go so slow. This is going to be a little bit of a short week in terms of you know it's Thanksgiving, so there won't be a show on Thanksgiving. We will have Ivy Countdown to kick off later this week. I don't believe we have a show tomorrow. Brian will, uh, but um, we will have a show. On Wednesday, so you know, again, there's like a lot of stuff. There's a women's basketball game tomorrow. There's a women's basketball game on Friday. Of course, there's a football game on Saturday. So we've just got a lot of stuff going on right now. So Marcus Freeman, Monday press conference. We are just about at the end. We're going to get one more press conference with him next week. We found out today. I don't it's not going to be like a live stream kind of thing or it's going to be, you know, like a Zoom just for the media. We're going to get to talk to him, but uh, he shared his thoughts today coming out of the 45 to 7 win over Wake Forest that uh, hopefully at least made some people happy, I guess. <laughs> um in terms of oh my gosh, are you kidding me? It looks like I uh shorted myself one of the uh, one of the sound bites again. But they're hitting the road. They're hitting they're hitting the road. I did find it interesting, you know, because like I know there are like a lot of people sort of freaking out about the defense. He started off talking about, you know, look, 
would have been in this slow mesh. You're you're out there. You're you've got light boxes out there. You got to be prepared. You're going to give up some run plays here and there. And you know it looked pretty bad for a couple series in the first half, but they really put the clamps down again after that. They figured some things out. So I thought that that was good from a defensive standpoint. And I mean you can't fault giving up seven points. <laughs> to, you know to to Wake Forest. I don't think. Yeah, I, you know, like you kind of said, there was a few people who, you know, not a few people, but like you listen to kind of like the audiences of people throughout the first half of that game. And, and yeah, Notre Dame started off slow in some areas, but I didn't feel like the defense was slow at all, all game. And going back to what your point was, is you, Marcus Freeman basically made the comment, hey, like if you're going to play pass heavy, if you're going to play, you know, more so to cheat the pass, that's what they're doing against Wake Forest. They don't care about the running game. That's just going to waste clock. If Wake Forest wants to run the whole game, that's not what's going to beat Notre Dame, right? And so I think that they played more towards, like you were saying, that slow mesh. Um, it's going to keep those linebackers, you know, uh, th- that's the whole point of the slow mesh is it, it prevents the linebackers from kind of free-flowing free um, at all times. But y- you have to be comfortable with giving up those three, four, five-yard chunk plays. And when it mattered most, Notre Dame, you know, clamp down on defenses as soon as it felt like they were getting you know anywhere inside Notre Dame territory or they got to a third and manageable Notre Dame always seemed to find a way you know to put their foot in the ground and I, I think that that's a that's a mark of a good defense of just being able to say hey we know you're going to get a few here and there but as long as you don't break us for those big plays we ultimately aren't <laughs> too concerned yeah exactly so they're back on the road this week to finish out the regular season they are two and two on the road, and Marcus Freeman asked, like, hey, how can you sort of, uh, how, how can you redirect things on the road? What are you going to do? Obviously, two of our three losses have been on the road. Um, you know, you look at Clemson game. I'm not sure what happened there. Let's try this. I'm going to take this out. I'm going to try this one more time. That obviously did not sound very good. Did it sound good to you? At your no. No, it did not. So let's see what we got here. See, two of our three losses have been on the road. Um, you know, you look at the Clemson game, you look at the game, you look at the football game. Oh, boy. Well, we're off to a great technology. I think that the biggest thing to me, like he, what he talked about was starting slow. They got behind Clemson 7 to nothing. No, they got behind Louisville 7 to nothing. They got behind Clemson 7 to 3. Slow starts is what he talked about. And he talked about, you know, the, the need to start a little bit quicker. I think, though, really what those two games came down to was turnovers because the Notre Dame offense is – Notre Dame has turned the ball over 13 times all season. Eight of them came in those two games combined, of course, with a whopping five against Louisville. That, to me, was the biggest difference in those games was the turnovers. You just have to be better protecting the football. You can't be a team that protects the ball so well – at home, but then you go on the road, and all of a sudden you're a turnover. This episode of the Irish Breakdown podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? Like you're laying in bed at night with your mind racing a 1,000 miles per hour and you just can't sleep? Like when you know what you should do, what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. 
It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. When you get there, just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Irish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Irish. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I, I think it's a combination of what you were talking about. I think you've lost the turnover uh, battle in these important road games, and you've also just got out to some slow slow starts um, offensively. But if you ask Marcus Truman, I'm sure he would say that the turnovers are more detrimental than kind of starting slow, just because Notre Dame has a good enough defense that their offense doesn't have to be perfect all of the time. It's just they can't turn the ball over and give you know some teams some free points um, et cetera, when the offense might be, you know, struggling a little bit. So I, I do think that both of them are factors and that they're – and that's that's, what, that's kind of what I saw against Wake Forest too was, again, kind of a, a slower, methodical start. And I think that's got to be a, an underlying issue that Marcus Freeman continues to look at um, is what is he going to do to have his teams better prepared from the start of the game. All right. So I was just kind of checking um, off the air – these other sound bites and something there, there must have been like a bad bit rate in in the audio today because they all sound the same even though on my computer when I edited them I listened to them all the way through and they sounded fine but for some reason um, the processing did not come out very well so I'm not going to be able to play any of the Marcus Freeman sound bites one of the things that he talked about though for this week, is tweaking the practice schedule. Like, they are going to um, change things up a little bit. Like, they're going to start with some more competitive periods. Like, they're going to play some some what, what they call good versus good, the ones versus the ones early in practice to kind of get those competitive juices going a little bit, to, you know, to, to sort of, like, ramp things up for the game this weekend. So, so you're going to have more – first team versus first team type stuff during the week to try to get them prepared for Saturday. What do you think about that aspect? Yeah, I think that it is intuitive of Marcus Freeman to try something new because it seems as if, you know, a common denominator for a lot of these games has been some slower starts. And when you're going on the road and you know that Michigan – and like he led with it, there's a Legends trophy on the line. 
Um, you know, this game obviously is still meaningful to Stanford. It's going to be their senior day, et cetera. Like, there's still a lot of moving parts in this game. And so Notre Dame has to take it seriously just like they would take any other game. Um, but they have to find a way to come out sharp and play sharp the entirety of the game. And like you were saying, it starts, for at least to Marcus Freeman, he thinks it starts at practice. And the usual format of practice is individual periods and then kind of group. Uh, usually like linebackers with defensive line will work on stuff, and then linebackers might go work on right. seven-on-seven seven with the secondary. And then at some point you'll all get to team stuff. But rather than kind of doing team maybe, you know, 45 minutes, an hour into practice, they want to start with that right away to kind of simulate a game. You know, like you don't just ease into a game in individual periods or group periods or whatever it might be. Getting straight into some of these competitive periods at the beginning of practice could potentially – so in Marcus Schumann's eyes, translate to better starts of the game. Well, and I think especially during Thanksgiving week, which obviously is – you're still a college football team. Like, the rest of the student body might go away for Thanksgiving. But if you're on a, the, the football team, you're going to be around. But it is Thanksgiving. and it, it, it you're, So your schedule is going to vary a little bit. What they have typically done in the past is the team gets together. They have their big Thanksgiving meal. And then they get on the buses and they're all blah, and they you know fly out with their bellies full of Thanksgiving dinner uh, to get out there to California for this final game because of course they always go to California for the final game of the season. But they're going to do it a little bit differently this year. There's still there's you know there's going to be some practice on Thursday and they're going to still do their team Thanksgiving dinner on Thursday, but they're going to wait until Friday to head out there rather than go out a full extra day early. What do you think about that? I don't love that because it's already – to me it already felt weird enough traveling, you know, on a bus to – some because we play in closer schools, so we didn't we, – we, we, we never flew. We were, we were busing everywhere. But it always felt weird busing to places even the Friday night before a game and, and relatively close, you know, destinations. I can't imagine switching different time zones – um, and that sort of stuff all the day before a game and then getting up the next day um, and playing. And maybe that's the thing is, is that they don't want to allow for adjustment at all. Like it's just like let, let's just shock the body and go straight into it. I don't know. But it, to me it makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable, especially with like, you know, to me it's like why wouldn't you potentially look at flying out Wednesday evening, getting there Thursday, having a light walkthrough type practice, having a good Thanksgiving that day, coming back together on Friday for another practice, and then playing on Saturday. I've always I liked, like, getting there too early than too late, almost, especially when, like you said, yeah. there's not a lot going on on the back end of the week with Thanksgiving, so you could get really established. I don't know. It feels just kind of weird. Yeah. Well, and I know that um, the women's basketball team, we're going to Ball State uh, for a Friday game. They're going to play Friday at five o'clock. They are traveling on Thanksgiving on Thursday. They're busing down. They're not. They're not traveling multiple time zones like you're talking about. But still, they're going to do their Thanksgiving dinner Wednesday. I think after practice Wednesday night, and then they are getting on the bus on Thursday and heading down Thursday on Thanksgiving, and then getting down there for the game. And I could see what you're what you're saying. You know, like go down an extra day early. And then, you know, you get down there and you still do your Thanksgiving stuff on time and, you know, light walk through or or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much difference this is going to make. It is a longer trip. 
but it is also a program that is used to traveling more than most every you know most everyone else in the country because you know until next year anyway when <laughs> when when half of the West Coast joins the Big Ten and everyone's traveling back and forth across the country. But you know again right now anyway Notre Dame is at least used to the travel. So I I tend to agree get there earlier rather than later. But I think that they're trying to keep, you know, kind of the uh, weekly routine and not get too far out of it, even though that nece- hasn't necessarily done them well this season because of the fact that they are 2-2 two and two on the road, the, the weekly routine that they had. But they're trying to bust out of that by the, you know, the more competition periods and stuff like that during the week. Um, I really wanted to play the soundbite that he had about the communication issues that they had. Almost unforgivable to spike the ball in a two-minute drill, and then before you snap the ball for the for the next play, you've got to burn the only timeout that you have remaining. And Marcus Freeman said it came down to like a wristband issue for Sam Hartman, and he said that they've had that before, which again, it's like, well, if you've had it before, then it it's fixed? like, need to make sure that it's fixed at that point, because that was, you know, the way the game played out, it obviously was not crucial, but this is one of the, this is really one of the few two-minute drills that they've run in a couple of months, you know, it was like right. they, were, they were running them, you know, every game at the start of the season, this is the first time they've had that, and it, and it completely disrupts things, and Fortunately, they were able to at least settle for the field goal out of it. But you know what? If what if it had been worse than that, and you know, like you really needed that timeout. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I would say that, again, of, of looking at kind of season-long issues, you know, the the slow starts obviously comes to mind. And then they really operated some good two-minute drills early in the season. And then they got afraid. And I feel like their timidness, timidness is what led to now some of these kind of errors of when they're getting back into the two-minute drill. Because they were very successful – but some reason got spooked about running it in certain moments and, and not feeling like there's enough time or not wanting to give, you know, the, the other team the ball right before the half of potentially, you know, a momentum sway. Or, I think that plays into it when you don't trust your two-minute drill, you know, through, through that middle portion of the season, and now you're coming back to it, you, you see kind of some of these errors that are, you know, popping up. And to me, it's just a, a really not good look because, like you said, it's, yeah, they still settle with points, but in a game like potentially, you know, Ohio State, Louisville, Clemson, some of these losses, 
you know, those four points are very meaningful um, in, in a lot of respects. So it, it's just really unfortunate to see that they had that kind of air pop up. It, it feels like a, a very rookie mistake, I guess is what I'm saying. And we're in, we were in game 11. Like, you shouldn't have to burn your time out right after spiking the ball. Yeah, this, you know, the spook comment came up a couple of weeks ago after the pick six against Clemson, and it just feels like the way some things have been called and run, you know, from the quarterback through the offensive coordinator and the head coach, that there's just a lot of spooks. Like, they're play, they've played things a lot more conservatively than you ever would have thought they would, especially the way Sam Hartman started the season. But with a, with a quarterback of that experience and everything that he's got, you know, Hartman has seemed that really to me it's it's like since Louisville, Hartman has seemed a lot more gun shy to me. Like I like well, if I, think I was his wide receiver for a line in the season to, to dry a little bit. No, that's true too. That's true too. It, the you know, and that is that is definitely part of it. Between the fact that your most experienced veteran receiver, Jaden Thomas has been hurt for almost two months now. With you know, He's still slowed up by the hamstring that he suffered, remember, before the Duke game. And that was at the end of September. Like It still kind of has a little bit of feel like it was just yesterday. But when, when he's been as banged up as he had, and as young and talented, you know, Chris Tyree is still a first-year wide receiver. And those other guys are all based, you know, even Tobias Merriweather, is basically a freshman. You would expect Tobias. You know, there's there's every reason to expect Tobias was going to produce more than he has this year. But those other guys are all freshmen, and Notre Dame doesn't. I mean, look at look at the past that we had. Notre Dame doesn't lean on freshman wide receivers, but that is that is who is who he has had out there. And so, I think you're right. I think that that does play into it as well, even with the. Uh, a veteran quarterback like that, I do think that those young, inexperienced wide receivers have had some impact on that. But you could also say, you know, maybe the way they're being coached has had some impact on that. And that's something that needs to be looked at at the end of the season. Yeah, I definitely agree. All right. Well, again, unfortunately, we're not able to play some of this Marcus Freeman audio that we had from – the uh, press conference today because we've got some audio issues. I'll have to see if I can get that fixed and maybe we can still uh, roll with some of them on Wednesday. I will have to see. I'm not sure what the issue is. We've never had this issue before, so it's, uh, it's a little concerning. Thank you. 